G'day, I'm Drew Radford, and welcome back to the iFarmWell podcast. Well, here we are at the final podcast in this series. I have loved being on this journey with you, and hopefully you are on your way to getting the most out of every day and coping better with life's challenges. If you want to dive deeper into some of the strategies we've learned along the way, I strongly encourage you to jump onto the iFarmWell website and register to complete the online modules at ifarmwell.com.au or just type iFarmWell into your search engine. This confidential program is free. As part of it, you'll also receive text message reminders to help keep you on track with both completing modules and also practicing the exercises we've discussed in this podcast. Here's what Mick, the vineyard manager from Victoria, had to say about the iFarmWell modules. Yeah, I think the the iFarmWell website, it's it's very relevant to people working in agriculture um, because it's all the references and modules and things like that are targeted to you know people who are working in agriculture so it's time to share or get distracted or whatever it happens to be so i think you know for people working in agriculture you're on your own a lot you can get caught in your head and this is a really good way to to maybe just um work on some of those things that are bouncing around in your head and sort those thoughts out and make sure that you're staying on track yeah sue the grain and sheep farmer from buckle boo also saw some great benefits from completing the iFarmWell modules. Yeah, um, well the iFarmWell website was easy because the modules come out and you had a reminder when you, when you logged in and registered. It was very simple to do that and I found it good because once you'd done the first module, if you hadn't got on to the next, there was a text message to remind you, which I thought was really good and it kept you on task. Thanks, Mick and Sue. If you've thought about giving the online iFarmWell modules a go, jump online and get started. In the last episode, we started to bring together all the new strategies we've learned. We heard from Kim about how he's managed through tough times. And we took you through the leaves on a stream exercise, which helps to practice the skills of noticing your thoughts letting go of the unhelpful ones and shifting your attention to another place. One thing that's really important to remember from this series is that the tools we've learned during these podcasts don't stop your thoughts. But hopefully, with some practice, you will be more aware of your thoughts and you'll have a different perspective of them. Hopefully, these tools will help you get some distance from your thoughts and also help your ability to choose whether or not you listen to and act upon them. If your mind is telling you to do something that's in line with your values, that's great. They are the things we all need to be doing more of, as you know from earlier in the series. But if your mind is telling you to take the easy way out, and in the long term, it'll make things worse, these are not the sorts of thoughts you want to be tuning into or acting upon. The other thing we've talked a lot about is the power of using all of your senses to help shift your attention to what's happening in the present. 
rather than allowing your mind to focus on difficult thoughts, feelings and memories that just make your life worse. We're going to take a look at another tool now which really brings together everything we've learned over the last seven episodes. In this exercise, we'll be viewing our difficult thoughts and feelings as cows on the back of a truck and you're the driver. It might sound a bit odd, but hang in there. It's a good one. So please park up if you're driving or operating a real truck or real machinery or hit the pause button and come back to this later. Make yourself comfortable and listen in. Start this exercise by making yourself comfortable. Taking a couple of deep breaths, closing your eyes or fixing them on a spot in front of you. And I'm just going to ask you to consider the following. Being willing to experience uncomfortable emotions like uncertainty or worry allows us to move into acceptance. Attempts to control, suppress or change what we are experiencing simply makes the struggle worse. So, what if each of these feelings, emotions, thoughts and bodily sensations that control what we do in our lives were each like a talking cow in the back of a truck that you are driving. The idea of you being up the front driving the truck represents you taking careful control of your life. As the truck driver, you often have to make decisions about things like speeding up, slowing down, and most importantly, which turns to make at intersections. You have some idea about your route or what you would like to do with your life. But there are some cattle in the back of the truck who look pretty scary and are acting very menacingly. They sneer and frown at you, making rude noises. Sometimes they can go quiet, and then suddenly they yell out and say, Turn right here, or else! while snarling and stamping their feet at you. You get scared. Who wouldn't? Sometimes it seems best just to do what those cows tell you to do. Otherwise, they might go crazy and snap. What if people saw these types of cows on your truck and thought you picked them up on purpose? What if everyone you knew thought you hung out with stock like this? So, you just turn where the cattle tell you to. You keep off the main highway so people don't see you. You stop when the cattle ask you to. And you do this all just to keep them quiet. The times you've tried to resist or argue with the cattle, they just get louder. They sometimes get closer to you and gang up on you even more. So, over time, 
you have learnt that when you get to a particular intersection, you turn right, as they ask you to, even if you'd prefer to be turning left. You've got so used to this pattern that when you get to an intersection, all that the nasty cattle have to do is merely moo in your direction and you turn right without them even having to stamp their hooves. Now, what's really important to be aware of is that each of these cows and the things in real life that they represent can't actually directly do anything to you. You are the driver and they can always only be the passengers snarling and stamping their hooves. They can't actually touch you or affect change in you that you don't allow. They can yell things at you like, You can't do that. You're stupid. It's going to all go wrong. Or, Bad things will happen to you if you turn left. They can moo, scream, make threats, and be very persuasive about what they might do to you. But the fact of the matter is, they can't actually get to you. They are locked in the stock crate on the back. They might even be able to speed up your heart or your breathing with all this commotion, but it is really all bark and no bite. It may have occurred to you that it would be a whole lot easier driving the truck without these cattle on the back. You could take the truck exactly where you wanted to go if only the cattle weren't on there. So, you stop the truck and try to no avail to let some of them out. But as it turns out, they can't leave the truck. They live there. They also can't leave the back of the truck and get into the driver's seat. The only way they can actually control where the truck goes is through you, by directing you, threatening you, screaming, mooing and stamping their hooves at you. Now for a minute, just think to yourself, who are the cattle on your truck right now? What are the thoughts, feelings, judgments and reactions you are having? Now one thing you might do is to stop the truck and start arguing with the cattle. But notice what happens. Your truck, that is your life, stops so that you can argue with or try to get rid of the cattle. But while you're doing so, you're not actually doing anything that's important to you. The cattle can't leave the truck, no matter how hard you try. The truck is just as much their home as it is yours. Some of the cattle may not even be big and scary, but rather small and meek. And they might say things like, You're being selfish for trying to go left when everyone prefers to go right. Others may be strong, big and good-looking, 
and confidently say things like, You're better than other people, so why should you compromise? Or, You're brilliant. Have you ever had cattle like that on your truck? At different times in our lives, some of these cattle may be more vocal and persuasive than others. This will vary according to the person and the situation. When you're feeling more vulnerable, the cattle can seem more powerful. When you don't sleep, don't eat well, you are isolated or use substances, you have a higher probability of getting hooked by the cattle on your truck. Have you ever noticed, for example, how easy it is when you're tired, sleepy or hungry to listen to those cattle who say things like, isn't life horrible? Sometimes our culture and the people in our lives tell us that the solution is to focus on positive rather than negative cows or thoughts. In act, we don't consider this all that helpful because the actual content of your thoughts or what the cows are saying is not actually as important as the process of not getting hooked or listening to them. As you now know, it's most useful to be able to see thoughts as thoughts, feelings as feelings, memories as memories and so on. Then, it doesn't matter what your mind throws at you. You have got a strategy up your sleeve to help deal with it. How did you go with that? It's an interesting concept, isn't it? I'm sure many of you listening have driven a truck with cows on the back. And next time you do it, you might not see it in the same way as you have previously. But it's pretty accurate, isn't it? Those cows or nasty thoughts and feelings, can't actually do anything to you when you're driving the truck. You are the driver, and they can always only be the passengers in the back, carrying on like they do and stamping their hoofs. They can't actually touch you or affect change in you that you don't allow. Now... I want you to cast your mind back over the last eight episodes and have a think about the strategies you'll be implementing in your everyday life. We've learned 17 new tools over these eight episodes. Are there any that stand out to you? It might be giving your stories a name, like the old I'm not good enough story. It might be reframing your thoughts, So instead of saying to yourself something like, I'm a bad cook, say to yourself, I'm having the thought that I'm a bad cook. It might be finding some new ways to live more consistently with your values. Even just adding something simple to your routine, like a walk, can make a difference. It could be noticing five things using each of your senses during everyday activities to bring you back to the present. It could be imagining your thoughts are being placed on a leaf and floating down a stream. It could be simply taking the time to stop, 
place your hands on your stomach and taking some really slow, deep breaths. Or it could be a combination of all the strategies we've learned. Just for a moment, think about two or three of these things you might like to focus on building into your life. Another thing to think about is when are you more likely to get hooked by your thoughts and any warning signs that would indicate you are getting caught up in them. It might be when you're tired and start making mistakes. It could be when you've had an argument with your partner and you start to get a bit snappy with them. Maybe it's when you've just got too much going on all at once. Or Perhaps even when you're just a bit too hungry. Now, these times, if you do find yourself getting hooked by difficult thoughts and feelings, what could you say to yourself to get yourself back in the right mindset or back on track? You might stop, take a few deep breaths and tell yourself, I can do this. Or you could say to yourself, This won't last forever. Thoughts are just thoughts. They're not necessarily true or factual. I've survived before. I will survive now. Or, oh, here goes my brain again, trying to keep me safe from threats that don't actually exist. Another important thing to think about is the fact we all need someone to turn to when we're doing it tough. Who could you turn to for extra help? Your partner? Your parents? Maybe one of your mates? Always remember, you are never alone. You can make an appointment to see your doctor. The conversation with them might not be as difficult as you think. Be honest. Tell them you haven't been feeling yourself lately. And you can always call Lifeline on 13114 or the Beyond Blue Support Service on 1300 4636. A few times throughout this series, we've heard from Kim, the grain and sheep farmer from South Australia. Before we finish off, let's hear from him about his experience with the iFarmWell modules. When I was first looking at doing iFarmWell, I thought I had nothing to lose really, and I thought I'd give it a go. And if I didn't like it, I'd just stop doing it. But honestly, from what I've found out, the hardest thing about iFarmWell was actually starting and convincing yourself that that's what you want to do because you get yourself into a state when you really don't care about anything. Um, But once I got into it, the more I got out of it, I was actually enjoying doing the next module. Um, I Farm Well has helped to take the pressure off me a lot more. I I used to be trying too hard and and then when you have a drought, then the pressure of that on top of that uh, would just crush you. So I've, I've taken the pressure off, tried to be more realistic with my thoughts and it's made life a lot easier to live for me. Thanks, Kim. Well... That's just about it for the iFarmWell podcast series. I really hope listening in has been useful for you. One last thing. A trap we all tend to fall into from time to time is to think, 
when this happens, I'll be able to do that. And then I'll be happier or life will be easier. But the problem is there is never a perfect time to do anything. All of the strategies we've talked about in this podcast are things that you can do to help yourself. They don't cost anything more than a bit of time and effort. They are designed to help you make the best of the current situation, no matter how challenging that might be. So, I just want to leave you with one last thing to think about. These aren't my words, but they're pretty valuable. For a long time, it had seemed to me that life was about to begin, real life. But there was always some obstacle in the way, something to get through first, some unfinished business, time still to be served or a debt to be paid. Then life would surely begin. At last it dawned on me that these obstacles were my life. There is no way to happiness. So stop waiting until you finish school, until you go back to school, until you lose 10 kilograms, until you have kids, until your kids leave the house, until you start work, until you retire, until you get married, until you get divorced, until Friday night, until Sunday morning, until you get a new car or home, until your car or home is paid off, until spring, until summer, until autumn, until winter, until the 1st or the 15th, until your song comes on, until you are born again. There is no better time than right now to choose to be happy. Lastly, good luck in taking control of your attention and focusing on the things that make your life worthwhile, no matter what your circumstances. I'm Drew Radford, and thanks for listening to the I Farm Well podcast. If this podcast brings up any difficult emotions for you, please reach out to someone you can talk to or call Lifeline on 131114 or the Beyond Blue support service on 1300 22 4636 at any time.